At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. Welcome to Infertility and Me Podcast, a show that amplifies diverse stories about the struggles of infertility and fertility in a safe space. Our goal is to normalize fertility stories that validate, give hope, and create a community where no one is left silently suffering. Welcome, 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 friends, to Infertility and Me Podcast. If this is your first time, my name is Monique. I'm a mom to my one and only podcaster, as you can tell, and a serial entrepreneur. Thank you so much for being here. It has been quite a while since I've gotten behind the mic for the show and or produced a new episode. And so I just want to give you a quick update. So the reason there hasn't been any new episodes is because I have not been actively vetting for friends to come on the show. It is very difficult to tell your story when you're in the midst. And for sometimes it is difficult for people after um, they've either walked away and or gotten the bundle and then life just gets busy. And so I haven't purposely been away from the show and producing new episodes, but I haven't had very many people reach out recently in the in since what January since we were on the mic with Steven. And so I've just been kind of going with the flow of things and not been vetting and or um, pressing myself to find friends to share on the show. And recently I have had a few people reach out and wanted to come on the show. I leave it up to friends to schedule once I send them the link. And so not much has been happening. I haven't been purposely not producing episodes, but again, it's very difficult to get friends on the show who may still be in the midst of it. And even for those who have since walked away childless, not by choice or by circumstance, and or if they have walked away with a bundle and they just want to leave all this infertility stuff behind. But if you or someone you know you think may be willing to share, you can email me at infertilityandme at outlook.com. Okay, infertilityandme at outlook.com. If you contact me on the gram, that's fine through DM, but I will direct you as well to the email tab in the link in bio and or the tab on the profile so that you can share a bit with me about your story, where you are, and what that um, and get a brief synopsis of what your story is. So when you email, make sure that you share with me your story um, as much or as little as you would like. And or if there's a specific area of fertility and fertility that you would like to 
talk about and kind of sort of just get off of your chest, okay? Infertility and me at Outlook.com. And so quick update, we've been doing really good. I've been super busy with work, home life, and all that good stuff, but I'm really good, you guys. I'm in good spirits. If you follow the page on Instagram, I'm still active on there, not dropping as many reels as I used to, quality over quantity, right? And then um, you can also just follow, follow my personal page from there, Infarook um, underscore. And so anyway, I just wanted to get behind the mic, say hello, check in, um, and just offer a word of wisdom and advice and healing today to you. Um, we're in the middle of summer, halfway through it. It is July, and I know that it must be so difficult right now with all the engagements happening. If you hear some noise, side note, if you hear some noise, it's just Omar Jr., okay? I'll try to edit out as much as I can, but I can't promise y'all nothing, okay? <laughs> can't promise you. So anyway, so... We're in the midst of summer. We're halfway through it. And unfortunately for many of us, that means that we have to show our faces at events and things happening with families and friends, especially pregnancies, pregnancy announcements and et cetera. And so we have to navigate and move through this time and holidays and summertime are I vividly remember it being one of two of the hardest times when you're trying to conceive because that is when everybody's actively getting together and wanting to be around each other more and it's like a double whammy coming out of summertime and moving into the fall and the winter time and the holiday seasons and all the things and the back to school and navigating that if you've suffered loss or you're at a standstill or you don't know quite where you're going to go if you're running out of money all the things right and then we're not even talking about the political landscape of things right now in our nation here in the u.s and maybe you're having issues in your home place if you're out of the u.s or country and so there's a ton going on in the world right now. There's a ton going on. And today we won't have a political conversation. I usually drop that kind of stuff on Instagram real quick if I have anything to say. But anywho, um, I'm holding space for you. And I'm sending you the love, the healing, the the comfort that you may need at this time. Navigating the rest of summer moving into back to school time and all the holidays for the winter season and fall season. And I didn't know what I really wanted to say on the show other than just to check in with you and to let you know that if you've been dipping and dodging engagements this summer and get togethers and birthday parties for your nieces and your nephews and your friends of a friend of a friend and family it's all right. Even if they don't understand, it's okay. And maybe what this episode is truly about is creating the boundaries, sticking to your boundary, and not doing things that you don't have the capacity to do. And even in that, it could be detrimental to you emotionally, because then you never learn how to navigate these engagements if you never go to them. And so sometimes we do need to go to these engagements and to show up because eventually what happens, right? Human, human nature, they're going to stop inviting you to shit, right? They're going to stop inviting you to the things. And one day you will heal in a way or in a time and you'll want to go to those engagements. 
and you will have FOMO and and you'll be able to navigate yourself better emotionally, especially if you're seeking the help of a therapist or counselor and they're giving you, showing you and helping you custom fit the tools and resources necessary for you to be able to navigate emotionally and mentally through your infertility, your loss, your diagnosis, etc. Whatever that means for you. Everything is subjectional and most things are nuanced. And so we have to kind of take things with a grain of salt and also apply them to the, our lives in the way that we need them. Because everybody's story is different. Your story truly does matter. And your feelings uh, deserve uh, validation. And I say all of that to say that at some point cannot avoid everything. And we know if you've been through therapy, that avoidance is, is, is not healthy. And so if you have been uh, spending your summer in a shell away from those you love the most and avoiding the engagements to protect your mental and emotional well-being, that's okay. But at the same time, truly take a step back and truly look at yourself and, and ask yourself, how can I continue to love on the people that I love most, support them while also needing that support. And maybe that's a bullet point for your next therapy session that you could talk to with your specialist about how you want to move forward. I remember vividly having, see, here's the thing. I backtrack for a second. One thing that is for certain, two things that are for sure about trying to conceive and family building. It becomes so deeply ingrained in our everyday lives whether we started treatment, whether we moved on to various protocols or we're in the midst of the protocol, when you want something so badly that you can literally taste it and feel it when you think about it, you become completely and utterly obsessed whether you want to or not. And that is what is so difficult about infertility and dealing with the struggles of being uh, of 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 trying to attain uh, pregnancy and family building, right? Regardless of your sexual orientation, background, cultural stance, when you want something that deeply, you become obsessed, and it is difficult to separate obligatory things in life to be of support and available for family and friends, to run your business and or maintain a healthy uh, career path, it is completely difficult to separate fertility from those things. Because once you make the decision that this is what you want, then what happens? Y'all know what happens. Come on now. You know what happens. You begin to picture yourself being the mom or the dad that you desire. You begin to picture what you will look like pregnant or what your partner will look like pregnant or your surrogate, right? You begin to picture how you will run your business, how you will be the working mom and dad, she, he, they, them, right? You begin to picture what your life will look like in the future should this path lead you to become a parent. And so before we even have this bundle, before the seed has been implanted back into our uteruses and or that of your surrogate and or you're in the middle of adoption, 
before that even actually happens, we have created this picture. We have created these plans of how we will navigate all the things in our lives that we've been doing before we made the decision to try to conceive. And so when you're talking about separating, trying to conceive from other aspects of life so that you can continue to enjoy that said life, that is what makes it difficult because we have to learn to separate the two. My life and what I want my life to look like with this child possibly or children if you go if for many people who go on to have twins right and so that is what makes it so difficult and trying to show up for people and trying to hold space for people even when we feel like there is no space and no healing energy coming back to us from those same people but how long will we put our life on hold how long will you continue to go down this path of silently suffering? See, this is why we're here, to break the silent suffering and to find solace and validation in one another's stories and experiences and to be part of a community, the one in six, who know exactly what you feel like. And the other hard part about infertility, as you already know, is that every freaking cycle that you go through with your clinic, the adoption plan, the surrogacy plan, the sperm donor, the egg donorship, every time you go through and move through the protocol, it is different. And so because it's so vastly different every time, then what happens? New emotions that you didn't feel the last time or the time before that arise or you suffer a loss after you've had a successful cycle uh, of treatment or et cetera. Y'all know what I'm saying, right? And so there's all these emotions that we're, 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 we're navigating and we're creating all these boundaries, right? The new trendy word of boundaries, 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 right? What I think most of us forget is that, or don't know possibly, is that boundaries are not for the people that you're connected to on a regular basis. The boundaries are for you, friend, to know what you can handle and to be realistic about what you can handle while also not being an entire recluse. Because that's one thing about infertility struggles and all this building of families and path to parenthood is that if you're not getting what you want, you will become and you can become uh, a person that is complete opposite of who you were before. Much of who we are will change going through this. But if you were once an introverted person, and since you've been trying to conceive, you've become introverted. I'm telling you right now, this is your sign that whatever boundaries you have created is not working. And so you need to go back and revisit and to reflect on what it is that you need right now. And go to your therapist, go to your counselor, your mental health specialist, coach, whoever. And come up with a new custom plan designed specifically for you and what you're going through in this moment, in this time. Because we cannot continue to put our life on hold just because we haven't yet gotten the family that we desire. And so I encourage you to revisit your plan of boundaries 
and to look over it again and to make the adjustments because holiday season is fastly approaching. And so all these lists of engagements that continually hit your email box and your text messages and your group chats, they're going to continue to come. And you can't always block all of them off. Some of them you're going to have to show up for. And I thought this episode was befitting, especially since we're right in the middle of summer. And maybe there's some engagements that are coming up that you've said no to, but that you can go back and say yes to. Live your life, friend. Live your life. Do the traveling. Do the things that separate the infertility part. Things that bring you joy. People that bring you joy. And yes, there's going to be people who cross your boundaries about giving unsolicited advice and bombarding you with questions. But then that's when boundaries are for them. And you tell them, I didn't come here to talk about that today. If and when I'm ready, I'll call you. And we can have the discussion, but now is not the time. And we can do so in a loving way. We don't, you know, it might irritate us in the moment, but we just have to practice what we're going to say before we get there. It's just like having a presentation for work or for your business. Like you have to practice, 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 practice in your mind what you will say and how you will respond. So that when it comes to you, you know how to handle it, you know how to deal with it, and you know how to move through it and past it in that moment. And then if you need to go and cry about it later on when you get home, you can do that too. And so that's all I have for today, friends. And again, none of this is your fault. There was always time to refocus and to figure out how you will navigate yourself uh, from henceforth. And I hope that you are well. I hope that you are safe. And if you're not well and you feel like shit and the hormones are raging and the disappointment seems to be never ending, I'm sorry. I'm sending you hugs. I am sending you love, healing, especially if you've had loss in recent months and or years. And I hope that you gain the necessary tools through your mental health specialist to navigate your grief your anger, and your frustration with your body, what you're going through, through infertility. Until next time, friends.